Previously on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Brian Flores suing the NFL. He may be the toughest competitor of all times in any major sports in America. He was so bad that people were like, well, did he get hit in the head? Was there something we don't know? Was he injured? Wow, this guy just threw away his entire NFL career. He's done. Well, he got it from somewhere. He wasn't speaking it into existence. He knew from somewhere. I hate that it had to come to this, but I am glad that he decided to push forward. With it. First off, it's about time that somebody came out and said, none of this is unique to him. This is a walk that all of these black coaches have been having to walk. He didn't do anything to deserve to be fired. The kicking the ball was like hitting a concrete block. We got other problems. We believe in change and we're prepared for it with new techniques and new approaches. And as for our part, we feel that you're the best pieces of manpower available in this whole region. Let it go out there today, baby. Three. Two, one, and once again, our mighty ship is back on course. Welcome to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Oh, Mama, there goes that man. You know, ladies and gentlemen, star of our show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. A special edition, a Super Bowl edition. And if this is your first time, welcome aboard. Welcome. Where have you been? Go get more of your friends, and you too can be a part of the podcast. want to encourage you guys to subscribe and be interactive, and I'll tell you more ways that you can do just that in just a second. Also, shouts out to all my folks who listen to me at KTSU Sports Talk on Saturdays with the legend Ralph Cooper and the Silver Fox Kevin Allen. And also, shouts out to the TFE family, the Friday Express group on Facebook. Those are the folks that hang out with me each and every Friday. And, of course, just all of you who tune in each and every episode. I cannot thank you enough. I'll have to shout out some more cities and some more areas. Maybe not this episode. I have to go look. But, yeah, we'll have to shout some more of you out. And, of course, uh, keep being interactive if you are. And if you're not, please be interactive. So, with that, there are ways to be interactive when the most efficient way is by calling the sports line 832-941-6614 that's 832-941-6614 you can leave a message 24 hours a day and if it's a question a comment a suggestion if you want me to talk about a team if you want us to talk about a particular sport if there's somebody you want us to talk to just hit us up on the sports line at 832-941-6614 website down But it will be, again, well, it is, wadeswordproductions.com, wadeswordproductions.com, working on that. (laughs) And if you listen to the past several episodes, you know that that's a thing that is increasingly difficult for me to talk about. But it's out there. It'll be out there. Also, the other thing that you can do is go to Facebook and join the Sports Talk with Devin Wade fan page and group. The group is the most important because we post poll questions. There are a lot of people who post every day. If you want to make a post about your team or something that you found interesting in the world of sports, you can. It's a great place to dialogue, and I see folks go interact with one another, and uh, that's a great thing. Without me, I, I just kind of observe. Sometimes I'll jump into the conversations as well, but again, on Facebook, the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group and page so this time out it's a super bowl edition i have a number of folks lined up i don't know who all will be here ultimately but we have a number of folks who are either in the media former players radio personalities we have several people that we think uh, we can get their take on the super bowl so when you leave you can hear what all of us think and then you can form your own opinion about the Super Bowl, which happens Sunday. Yeah, I'll give you my thoughts about that, and I'll give you my breakdown about that. We'll touch a little bit on the NBA, but mostly we'll be hearing from folks with their thoughts on this Super Bowl. So with that, let's get started with some headlines. Well, in headlines, the NBA is stealing the spotlight, at least for the afternoon of the NFL during Super Bowl week with the huge trade. The trade deadline passes in the NBA and James Harden. (laughs) James Harden. James Harden. And if you listen to this podcast, if you listen in Houston, you know that James Harden is, let me say this. Thank you for all your contributions to the community. And what you've done for Texas Southern and for the the disadvantaged here in the city of Houston, you've done great charitable work in the city of Houston. 
Now, I want to give him love on that front. But on the basketball side, this guy, I mean, first of all, the way NBA guys act, they just, they are so spoiled. And I'm not talking about, I'm just this, you know, this guy in the media that hates on athletes. I'm talking about compared to football players. And it's been like this since I was a high school football player and we had a high school basketball team. The, the basketball guys were so spoiled and so coddled and so, you know, pampered by these coaches. And now it's even worse with AAU. And now it's sort of trickled up to the NBA, whether it's Ben Simmons, James Harden, John Wall, you name it. I mean, there are a bunch of guys that are just, if they want something their way, they get it their way. LeBron the same way. I mean, if they want out, they get to have their way. And he wanted out of Brooklyn. But here's what I'll say about James Harden. James Harden has had a situation where he ruined this franchise. Now, although, the, again, this is a young Phoenix rising here, not Phoenix Suns, but uh, from the ashes will rise what I think will be a pretty good basketball team down the road. But let me say this. He wanted everything his way. They went and got Dwight Howard. They went and got the coach that he wanted. They went and got Westbrook. They went and got guys for him to play. And then when he couldn't get it done, he said, you know what, this organization is just, you know, they're not giving me the support I need. I want out. So they accommodate him, and they get him to where he wanted to be. <laughs> and, you know, he's still not happy. Now, who can who can possibly be happy playing with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving? Not a lot of people. Just three malcontents, and a lot of people knew that this would not work because of the personalities. Now he goes to Philly. I think it'll be a better fit for him until he and Embiid get into it <laughs> when they don't win a championship. So, Harden, we'll talk more basketball down the road, so we'll definitely get into that. Here in Houston, I have not had an opportunity to comment on Lovey Smith being hired as the head coach of the Houston Texans. I think that the Texans fell into a situation where they got a good guy. Now, while I'm happy that Lovey will get a payday and he gets to have a third crack at being a head coach in the NFL – it will not matter if the organization does not give him the support they need. The key to this is this depth position is going to take place in March with Deshaun Watson and the 22 lawsuits he has against him. You know, you can say what you want, and it's not criminal. I, I you know, I know they impaneled a a grand jury. Nothing has come of that, but they've not no billed him either. So we don't know what's going to happen on the criminal side. But we do know that if he settles, he's still going to have some time to sit out. I can guarantee you the NFL is going to sit him down. So how much will that impact where he goes, when he goes, and how much the Texans are able to get? We'll see. But if they're able to get something good and they're able to surround him with pieces, you know, I think Lovey Smith can have some success here. Although this division can continue to get tougher and tougher, with Tennessee, Indianapolis, Jacksonville is going to get better. I mean, you have to believe that they are with, with Trevor Lawrence and you have a, a new coach that has – at least he knows how to run the football. <laughs> he was a run coordinator in uh, San Francisco, so they'll run the football. Uh, so we'll have to see what happens in that division. But the Texans are still a couple of years away from being a credible NFL franchise will he be around to sort of harvest the fruits of that labor we'll see i don't think so but uh, we'll have to see about that so we'll get more into that down the road as we talk texans and offseason nfl and all the stuff that comes with it so with that i want to talk about the super bowl so the super bowl this is a real shock for me first of all this is not a great super bowl hadn't been a great year and there's no there's no necessity to watch this game like last year. And maybe this is just sort of the letdown after last year where you had the, the new goat versus the goat and boy, the future versus the, the present and the past. I mean, I'll tell you what, man, it was a great compelling matchup last year with Tampa Bay versus Kansas city. This one, not so much. You have a fan base in LA that's really not on board with the Rams. Not like the old Rams. And you have, the Cincinnati Bengals, who nobody cheers for, even their own fans. 
but they do have some exciting components and maybe this is a new day for them maybe this is a new day that will will move into the future where we will all collectively be Bengals fans but i will say this the love and excitement that joe burrow is giving uh, this team and this game has been pretty substantial and a lot of people are picking the Bengals. And you almost feel like this sort of, you always have these teams. These teams is just sort of, it's predestined for them to get there. You, you know, I think of, I mean, I think of NC State and basketball. I'm going way back. But there are other teams that kind of like, oh, they kind of fumble and stumble and just find a way to get there. Nobody picked them, but yet here they are. Those are the Bengals right now. But I will tell you this. It comes to an end on Sunday. I'm swinging for the fences. Not only will the Rams win, they're going to blow Cincinnati out of the water. I'm talking about two, three touchdowns. I mean, they're going to kill them. Because what will happen, these are some of the things that are factors. And I think some of the X factors are Uzma and Tyler Higby, the tight ends for both teams. Uzma may play, Higby may not, probably won't play in the Super Bowl. And that will hurt Stafford a little bit because Higby was able to give them some. But the backup played well for him in the NFC Championship game. I, I will say this. The guy that you need to watch out for is the guy who almost cost the Rams the game in Tampa, Cam Akers. Cam Akers is a guy. Watch watch what he does. Cam Akers is going to do some work. I also think, obviously, you know, with the focus on Cup, you, Odell, he has a great opportunity here. And this is the biggest stage, and he gets all the love. He's the uh, he At one time, he was as big a star as anybody in the NFL, just about. You know, as a pertains to excitement level and he you know after the catch you had seven-year-olds out emulating the catch he made versus the Dallas Cowboys when he was with the New York Giants he was the guy with the blonde hair and the excitement he was the flashy guy that soaked up a lot of attention of course he goes to Cleveland that all goes away now he's in Hollywood and he gets to the the bright lights and the glamour of LA and if, I'm telling you if he gets off man we're gonna see so many commercials and maybe even in a loss we'll see so many commercials but I want to go back to this Cam Akers is, is gonna be huge in this game I think the Rams will start off really trying to pound the ball and run the football and I think they will try to make life easy for Matt Stafford and if they're able to get out to an early lead Katie bought the door because here they come they are come if Cincinnati's in a position where they have to pass the football. They're in a lot of trouble. So the Rams better jump on them early and put those pass rushes in a position to chase Burrow down, and they're going to catch him, unlike uh, Kansas City late in that game. Because let's go back to this. And people think, oh, well, they're there, and Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow was really not the reason why the Bengals won. The reason why the Bengals won the AFC Championship is because Pat Mahomes was that bad. And he, it, with all that they done wrong, Pat Mahomes still had the ball in his hands in overtime to win that game and didn't get it done. He threw an interception. Now, again, you credit that defensive front of Cincinnati, but it's just Mahomes, nobody, that's like one of the great mysteries of the world now. What in the hell happened to Pat Mahomes? Like, along with the search for the mysteries of the Bermuda Triangle and the search for Bigfoot and where's Amelia Earhart, I mean, like, one of the great mysteries is what in the hell happened to Pat Mahomes in the second half of that game and why they did not run the football, I will never, ever know when they averaged 6.1 yards per carry. So, that being said, I think the Rams are going to get off in a big, big way. And I'm not a huge Rams fan. I am. I like the creativity of Sean McVay's offense. I like what they do. Not a big Matt Stafford fan. Not a big Odell fan. I like Cooper Cup a whole lot. My favorite player, my fantasy guy, was Robert Woods. And, of course, he's out for the year. But watch the running game. And watch what they're able to do. And if they get out to an early lead, Katie bought the door. So I am going to pick them to the tune of 42 to 21. 42 to 21. And if I'm going with my numbers, because I'm a part of a pool, uh, I'm on the Super Bowl board. Uh, what? Let's let's see. Let's make it 46 to 22. <laughs> that will work out for me. So I can at least win some money. But I, I think at least two touchdowns, maybe 17 points, 
17 to 21 points. Let's say 42-21. I think it's going to be one of those where it's over in the third quarter. Because now the Rams saw what happened to Kansas City. If they get up early on them, they're not going to let off the gas like Kansas City did. And they're not going to lose their weight. But the X factor also, I mean, there are a number of X factors, but something else that could happen. If Matt Stafford is off his game and does a Ryan Tannehill and has, you know, two or three crucial interceptions, if Cam Akers cannot hold on to the football, if they have some errant snap or something, then all bets could be off on that. But I clearly feel comfortable that the L.A. Rams will win the Super Bowl. Aaron Donald's going to be a, a bigger star after Sunday. So going to take a time out and hear from you guys and what you guys had to say in We The People segment. This is the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Anyway, you get your podcast. Sports Talk with Devin Wade wants to thank our sponsor, Kofi Bankus and CoBank Homes. The vision at CoBank Homes is simple, and it stems from the belief that clients can trust CoBank to guide them to realize one of, if not the single largest investment decision they will ever make, their home. CoBank simply looks to build lifelong relationships through service. They do this by using faith, knowledge, and technology to guide clients through the process of achieving their real estate goals. Be it buying, selling, or investing in real estate, contact Kofi at 832-757-7950. That's 832-757-7950. CoBank Homes through Keller Williams. For more content, go to WaysWordProductions.com. Time for We the People. In the We the People segment, we hear from you guys on the sports line, 832-941-6614, or on Facebook on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group page. We won't get to any calls this time out, but if you are right, I'll go back next episode and I'll play some of your phone calls. But I ask you guys, who will win the Super Bowl? Rams or the Bengals? You said to the tune of 64% that the Los Angeles Rams will win the Super Bowl, while, of course, 36% of you said that, no, it will be the Cincinnati Bengals. And let's see some of the comments. Jay Mitch checked in. It's Cincinnati's time. Young and exciting team. Plus, I pull for the underdog. Courtney Miles checked in. He says, as much as I want Cincinnati to win, I believe it'll be too much Cup and Odell. And my man Nate Jones checked in with the Bengals. 31 230. So those were the picks and the polls that you guys voted on on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group page. Want to dive into the rest of this episode because we're going to hear from former athletes and some writers and some wonderful new voices in sports. And with that, let's hear from our special teams unit member, our guy, Reggie Brown. From the special teams unit, our guy Reggie Brown with his first Super Bowl edition of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. How are you this afternoon? I'm great, man. Ready for the game on Sunday. Yeah, it's huge. As a member of the Oilers, it was within your sights, and a lot of folks feel like you should have gotten there. What would a Super Bowl have done for that Oilers organization had they been able to go during those prime years you were there? I mean, it just changes everything. It says that you're a winner. And that's what all athletes and all organizations ascribe to be. So it's a game changer when you get a championship. Well, let's talk a little bit about the game Sunday. Give me your winner. Let's start with your winner. Who's going to win the game? I've wrestled with it back and forth, but ultimately that Cincinnati offense and what they're doing offense, I'm going to go with Cincinnati against my better judgment. I know that defense wins championships, but I'm going to go with Cincinnati. So give me a score. I think it's going to be high scoring. I would say 31 to 28. 
So give me an uh, give, sort of give me a map out a way that Cincinnati can get this done because obviously you have to deal with that defensive front, and then you have a guy on the back end like Jalen Ramsey. They've been playing really well on the back end as well. How can Cincinnati put up those kinds of points versus such a vaunted defense in the Los Angeles Rams? Well, I think they run the ball well enough, and then I think that. You know, it's not just Jamar Chase. It's what they're able to do to a defense with having three top receivers. So I think that's going to be the difference. Jalen Ramsey can only cover one of them. Well, I tell you what, yeah, you got a, a trio of those guys, and then you have to worry about Uzma, uh, the tight end, if he can play. And so you think that they'll be able to, to negotiate and kind of deal with uh, Aaron Donald and Vaughn Mill and those guys? I don't think that you stop those guys. I think that they're going to make their plays. But again, I think that Burrow maturing a lot over this whole year and then with the weapons that they have, they'll be able to do some damage. Well, before we let you get out of here, we haven't had an opportunity to do a full episode where we get your thoughts on Brian Flores and Lovey Smith. And what are your general thoughts? Because, of course, we're going to get more into this when we have more time. But what are your initial thoughts on the Brian Flores situation and Lovey Smith getting the job here in Houston? Well, from a Dolphin fan, it sucks. You know, the organization, again, is looking for a new coach and in turmoil. From a coaching perspective in terms of culture, these things need to be talked about. And Brian Flores has come out and brought some light to this situation. And so for him and his family, I hope for the best. And then for the NFL and our society as a whole, I hope that this dialogue continues to move us forward. And finally, before you get out of here, how do you spend Super Bowl Sundays? How do you usually do it? What do you like to do? Do you like to watch it in a crowd? Do you like to watch it by yourself? How do you like to celebrate Super Bowl Sunday? Nothing like a good Super Bowl party with some wings and some chips and some good music and some good Kool-Aid. <laughs> hey, man, we appreciate you. And I look forward to catching up with you next week so we can uh, really nail down some of the areas of uh, conversation around uh, Miami Dolphins, Brian Flores, Lovey Smith, all of those things. So we look forward to it. And, hey, happy Super Bowl Sunday. Happy Super Bowl Sunday to you, and we'll talk. For past episodes or more content, go to wadeswordproductions.com. Well, I'm excited about this one. For the first time on the podcast, will not be the last time, former NFL wide receiver, former Houston Oilers, you know him, you love him. Ernest Givens is aboard the podcast to give us his Super Bowl predictions. How are you these days? Hey, man. <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing real well. I'm blessed and everything. Uh, I'm enjoying life to the fullest and uh, helping out my little nieces and nephews, make sure they're on the right path and doing the right things. Hey, man, that's a wonderful, wonderful uh, task to be uh, working on these days. I tell you what, this is the your kind of game. You have some big-time receivers in this game yes. on both sides of the ball. From yes. that perspective, talk a little bit about the receivers involved in this Super Bowl. You have Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd and Higgins on one side. Then you have Cooper mm-hmm. Cup and Odell Beckham and Van Jefferson on the other side. What are you thinking about the wide receiver matchup in this game? Okay, but they couldn't match up with us. They couldn't <laughs> match up with Ernest Gibbons, Haywood Jeffers, Drew Hill, and Curtis Duncan. They couldn't match up with us. But let me give you a perspective of what's going on with this Super Bowl with these receivers. Both of them uh, teams have some dynamic players, have some dynamic receivers. Uh, I didn't believe in Jamar Chase at the beginning because of the fact he had the drops. I guess he was kind of nervous, but he came into his own – Uh, as a rookie and everything, and then he put everything as if though he played the game freely like I played the game. Remember, this game been around a long time, and Cooper Cup is outstanding. I didn't think he was that good of a receiver at the beginning of the year and everything. He started off real slow, but Cooper Cup is outstanding. Talk a little bit about Odell. Odell coming from Cleveland where people thought his career might have been almost over, and he's just been explosive and giving them what they needed in light of the injury to Robert Woods. Talk about what he's doing. Well, Odell Beckham had to, like, what we say, rethink football once again. He'd been through a lot through Cleveland. He'd been through a lot when he left Cleveland from the Giants. Once you left the Giants, everything was real good for Odell. He went to Cleveland, he kind of got lost in the shuffle. But he's very, very comfortable in his skin, more so now than back then. He's going to have a hell of a night. 
I promise you, Odell Beckham's going to surprise a lot of people this weekend in the Super Bowl. So give me your prediction. Who you think? Uh, who do you think is going to win this game? It's, it's going to surprise you, and I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. Everything is going right for the Cincinnati Bengals. They're playing freelance football. They're playing f- carefree football. I'm going to give it to the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, give me a score. 35 to 31. So a lot of people are picking this to be a high-scoring game. How do you think Cincinnati is going to put up those kinds of points against Aaron Donald and Vaughn Miller and Jalen Ramsey? How can they get it done? Because of the fact they got a quarterback reminds me of Warren Moon. You get knocked down, but you don't get knocked out. You come right back. You learn from that mistake. You get knocked down again. You come right back. And Joe Barrow has, has shown the, the, the country in the NCAA in the national championship games, and he's doing the exact same thing at the pro level. Yes, he knows he's going to get sacked. Yes, things are going to happen, but he never quits. And check this out. He don't turn the ball over like most quarterbacks do. Right. On the other side, I know Stafford has had some issues with turning over the football. Well, I asked uh, Reggie Brown a little bit earlier. I want to ask you this. What would a Super Bowl have done for this city And for that organization, had the Oilers gone to the Super Bowl during those years when they were really the most talented team in the NFL on a lot of levels, what would that have done for the city and for the organization? They'll still be around. There will be no Houston Texans, period. They will still be around. They had a chance years ago in 1979 with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They will still be around. It will still be the Houston Oilers in Houston, Texas, not the Houston Texans in Houston. No, it will be the Houston Oilers in Houston, Texas. How much do you think that not getting to the Super Bowl kind of took away some of the excitement around your legacy and Haywood's legacy? And it, it, it's, it damaged us. Because if you don't play football at the highest level and play in the highest game of the year with everybody trying to get to the Super Bowl, who else is going to no, you know, notice you? Yes, people in Houston notice us and people around the league notice us. But when you turn on the Super Bowl, everybody in the world is watching that game. It hurt us a lot by not one winning championships and everything. In that era, we should have won at least four Super Bowls. At least. Well, so much talent on that team. Finally, before we let you get out of here, how do you like to celebrate Super Bowl Sunday? How do you like to watch the game? In a crowd, by yourself? How do you like to watch it? I like, you know, me and my family, I I like to watch it that way because, one, you know, I don't drink. I don't do all that crazy stuff. So I like to watch with my family and everything because my sister thinks she's a coach anyway. (laughs) So I always try to critique her before the games and after the games and during halftime. So I like to watch around my family and enjoy it that way. Hey, man, well, I certainly appreciate it. We're going to get you on because there are a lot of things I want to talk to you about, of course. Okay. Uh, I mean, what a great legacy in the NFL. And again, hey, you've been my guy since the 90s. So, you know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I really appreciate that. And I really in hope Houston, Houston, Texas. I hope I didn't disappoint you guys while I was playing. I hope I gave it my alls and it made you guys happy as well as I made myself happy. I'm sure you did. You have. I mean, you are still a fan favorite around these parts and and everybody still loves loves not only you, but that that team uh, so much. Yes. So that you're still alive in the city of Houston. So we'll yes. talk to you soon, man. Thanks so much. Okay. Thank you very much. You have a good day. You too. For past episodes or more content, go to wadeswordproductions.com. Well, you know, our guy, he's like the, he's the Johnny Gill of KTSU Sports Talk on Saturdays. He's the fifth Beatle. He's our guy. We give him a hard time, but we love him. Our guy, Chili Bill Smith of KTSU. Of course, the morning vibe and the midday groove. How are you this afternoon? Doing great, man. Doing great. How are you, sir? Good, man. And I am offering you an opportunity to redeem yourself, okay? Because, (laughs) because, well, because (laughs) obviously for folks in Houston, they know you are a Dallas Cowboys fan. Yes. And that yes. uh, that ship crashed and sank. So oh, okay. <laughs> so here's an opportunity. You'd, you'd, you'd have you'd have to put in them type of terms, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, you know, but again, you know, we respect your opinion and we want to get your thoughts on the Super Bowl okay. on Sunday. So let's start off. Give me a winner. Who's gonna win that game? 
it's really been a toss up there because I really, if I was a betting man, you know, I'd have to put my money on the Rams because the Rams have everything from offense to the best defense out of the two teams. But, you know, Joe Cool, Joe Burrow, man, is really just uh, taking this, this league by storm this year. And Cincinnati has been where you don't think they're going to win, they're going to win. So but my heart says go with Cincinnati, but my head is saying the Rams, so I'm going to take the Rams to win. Give me a score. I would say, because uh, I said by a touchdown, so I would say probably 28-21. 28-21. That's your score. But another reason why I wanted to get you on is because, of course, you are a world-famous DJ. And, of course, at halftime, you got Dr. Dre, Eminem. Are you anticipating halftime of the Super Bowl? How excited are you about so something we've not seen at the Super Bowl? What do you think? I am very excited because, you know, most both Super Bowls have been with singers and everything like that. They haven't really throw out, you know, and they'll, they maybe bring a rapper on as a guest, but not never have a producer, a producer who's also a rapper to do it. Then the, the ensemble that he put together with Snoop Dogg, Eminem, and then you have the uh, the queen of R&B, you know, uh, Mary J. Blige. So I'm really expecting an exciting show, man. I'm, you know, I think they're not going to pull any punches, you know. I know they have to stay probably the NFL gave them parameters of what they can do, but, you know, you know they like to push the envelope. So I think it, it, it's going to be good, and we're going to hear – a lot of our classics, Death Row songs and stuff like that. So it's going to be, I'm expecting it's going to be hot. I think it's going to be good. So how do you normally spend your Super Bowl Sundays? How I normally do is I normally, you know, get uh, get prepared early out. You know, if the weather was, was great, the weather's great, which you're saying it is going to be here in, in Houston on Sunday. I would throw some things on the grill, you know, the classics, the wings, you know, probably throw a few ribs on there, sausage <laughs> and everything, and then have... You know, you gotta, have, you got, you know, I gotta have my sides, you know, and be, and just be ready to sit down, man. Because once it's game time, I'm in front of the TV, so you know, and I watch everything from the game to, you know, my favorite part, watching the commercials and, and waiting to see which commercials gonna be the best one of the Super Bowl. They spending a million, over a million dollars, so no, it's seven million for dollars for, for, it's seven million dollars for thirty seconds this year. See, that's crazy. That that's is insane, cra- isn't that's, it? That's, that's COVID money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like gas and everything and food has went up. That's co- For $7 billion for a minute, that's the COVID price. That's yeah, that is. is something else. Well, yeah, for those of uh, us who don't know, and most of us do, when can we hear you? Where can we hear you? Plug the morning vibe for us. Oh, without, man, you can check me out every Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Central Time. I know you're worldwide, David. 6 to 9 a.m. Central Time. And on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central Time on 90.9 KTSU, you can download the Choice 90.9 KTSU app by texting the word app to 713-313-4354. For those that are around the country that listen to this great podcast, and you can enjoy me Monday through Friday, and on Saturday on your community station, 90.9 KTC and event. And every now and then you can come an hour early, you know, for the for the sports talk with Desiree because I'll I'll I'm glad I'll you said that. Well. I'm glad you I'll, said I'll, it. I'll, I'll pop in there as well, you know, and 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 I'm gonna tell you, don't, no matter where other sports thing you do, we give you the best. Cause it's gonna be the funniest and we're gonna entertain you for that one hour. But we're also gonna give you let you give you the opportunity to talk sports with us from the not the ESPN perspective, from like y'all doing the barbershops or with your friends and everything. That's how we do it. But we give you all the detailed information on what's going on in all of the major football leagues and as well what's going on with our school, Texas Southern University. No doubt. Maroon out Saturday. Looking forward to seeing you on Saturday morning. Yes, sir. I will be there, man. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of this podcast, man. You know, you're doing an excellent job. You know, you keep the people involved. We're entertained. So if you haven't subscribed to this this podcast, make sure you do so. Just like you listen right now, it's on all of the platforms. Devin, you can follow him at, at, at Devin909 on all of the social media platforms. And also, you can go to Spotify, wherever you get your, your, your streaming services, wherever you listen We're to there. your podcast, iTunes or whatever, you make sure you subscribe and be a part of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Hey, man, you are my pitch guy. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man, I'll see you Saturday. Thanks for your time. Appreciate you. Come on. Yeah, I'm on. Come on. Come on. Ain't no time for hesitation. 
So there you have it. We've heard from our special teams unit member, Reggie Brown. We have also heard from legendary NFL wide receiver, Ernest Givens, and KTSU's own Chili Bill Smith with the morning vibes. But that's just an appetizer because we still have a lot more to go, including conversations with Haywood Jeffries, with the Silver Fox Kevin Allen, with D-Love Sports, and the Radio Hall of Famer Ralph Cooper, and our very own Terrence Harris. All that and more, but going to take a time out, going to hear from our sponsor and our resident DJ, DJ Anarchy, and come back on the other side with more of those great conversations. This is the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Anywhere you get your podcast. Your children are the most precious gift God has given you. Their well-being is of the utmost importance, and finding childcare that exhibits the same belief is, well, non-negotiable. So why not end your search at Brighter Brains Learning Center? Located in Stafford, Texas, Brighter Brains is a licensed, family-owned and operated daycare that promotes an early educational foundation and provides an environment of love, safety, and quality care for children ages six weeks to five years old. For more information, call 346-328-3717 or visit brighterbrainslearningcenter.org. DJ, DJ Anarchy on the mix. And if you have music you want played on the podcast, just email us music at wadeswordproductions.com. That's music at wadeswordproductions.com. The genre doesn't matter if you're a DJ or a fledgling artist and you want your music exposed to our audience. We'll play a snippet at the halfway point and an entire track or an extended portion of a mix at the end of the episode. Again, genre doesn't matter. Just wanted to be kind of radio edit we're mostly family friendly here i don't know we walk that line sometimes but yeah do that music at wadeswordproductions.com want to thank our guy dj anarchy check him out on ig and on soundcloud and around the city of houston doing his thing so we've heard from reggie and ernest and chili bill now we get to hear from haywood from terrence harris from Kevin Allen, the Silver Fox, and a voice we haven't heard from, D Loves Sports. She is from the DMV, but she knows all things Pittsburgh Steelers. We'll get her take on that, and we'll hear from Ralph Cooper. We have a lot more, so let's get right into it with Haywood. This guy's no stranger to the show. My best friend. We hadn't talked to him in a while, but I wanted to get his take on the Super Bowl. And there's one other reason I wanted to get him on, and we'll save that for the end of the conversation. But, hey, Wood Jeffries, uh, you join us now. Hey, welcome back aboard the podcast. We already talked to your receiver mate in Ernest Givens. We already talked to Reggie Brown. This is like a Houston Oil wide receiver show. So what's up, man? Are you excited about this Super Bowl? I'm excited because you you talking to the greatest wide receiver of all times in Houston all his uh <laughs> I'm just who, kidding. Who, yeah, who who has the record the, 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 the receiving records for the Oilers? Because I know the organization that I guess the Titans have some of those now, but among like you and Drew and Curtis and Ernest, do you know who who's the leader in any of those categories? It doesn't matter, Devin. Okay. You know, Ernest going to take – you know what Ernest is going to do. He's going to say he's the best at everything. So let it be Ernest. But <laughs> on the back of my mind, I'm going to say me anyway. So if Ernest, if you hear that, I was just kidding. I take second or third or fourth. 
I'm okay with it. Well, this is, uh, and I asked him about this, this is a game of receivers. You talk about three pretty good wide receivers on one side in Cincinnati, and then you have Odell Beckham and Cooper Cup on the other side, and Van Jefferson. Uh, talk a little bit about the receiver matchup in this game. Well, Devin, I differ from you than Cincinnati being the best receiving core in this game. I think well, not, not the best, but I'm just saying both of these uh, receiving cores are pretty good. Well, we're we talking, you know, we want to say who has the better receiving core. I'm going to say it's the L.A. Rams because they're older and they're more mature. And these are youngsters. They haven't been in the fire quite like this yet. And I think that's that's why I'm giving the, the Rams the edge because of uh, just being an older group. And uh, they've been there and in, in, in all the different situations. So you picked the Rams to win the Super Bowl? Is that your team? Yes, I, I like the Rams. I like the point spread at four. I think the Rams will win by four or seven. I just think that they're gonna uh, gonna sustain, and, and I think they're gonna win the, the football game. So, give me a score. I mean, so because I've been getting a lot of uh, differing scores. Give me a score in this game. What? How do you see this one playing out? Uh, 27 to 21. And that's more in line with kind of what I think. A lot of people are picking Cincinnati to win the game, but even if they don't win, a lot of people are thinking that they're going to score a lot of points. I don't see Cincinnati getting a lot of points against this defense. (laughs) Me either. We tend to forget. We watch the Kansas City game, and we don't want to go back there because this is about the Rams and um, Cincinnati. But Kansas City played the kind of football where they will now score their opponent. And Cincinnati lost the momentum, and then they gained the momentum. And now, you know, now you're in a, a battle trying to see who scored points. And at the end of the game, Kansas City didn't do it. So give Joe Barrow and, and, and the Bengals credit. They did. But you're looking at a different beast in the front of the Rams. With uh, Aaron Donald that, and Vaughn Miller. Then you got yes. yeah, you got Eric Guero who's playing yes. really good and Jalen Ramsey on the back end. It's not the DBs, it's the front. And that's what the Rams have to me that nobody else had but them and the 49ers. That's why the 49ers went so far in the playoffs because of their front four. And the Rams has the best front four than the San Francisco. And then I don't really know about anybody else because it definitely wasn't Kansas City. We know what they do on right. defense. Well, also well, Cincinnati, that front four, they don't blitz a whole lot. They have guys that can get after the quarterback when they rush just four. So, yeah, that they're, they're pretty uh, – I mean, we don't know them. I mean, because no one knows the Bengals other than Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. So we don't really know those guys, but they've been playing some great football on the front end. Uh, I mean, ask Pat Mahomes that because they certainly sacked him enough. Well, let right. me ask you this. I asked Ernest this. And you and I, we've talked about this off the air a lot. What would a Super Bowl have done for this city had the Oilers gone when you guys were were there? Well, we wouldn't be saying Houston Texans. We'd be saying Houston Oilers live on. So it, it would it would have, it would have been tremendous. Uh, and uh, you know, just to lose the the history, the the heritage of the the former players, the current players. You lost all of that that you built for. I don't know, 50 or 60 years of uh, Houston all the football and that. It's like it's pushed to the side and, and it's almost like it's not there no more. So it, it, it meant a lot, you know, not just to the city, but to the players that play before my time and, and, and after my time. Because now, you know, it's nothing after once the team left because we're not recognized in that way. Yeah, not the the Texans have made a couple of you guys ambassadors, but that's not the same. You know, that's not the same as being recognized by your organization. And I know up in Tennessee, they've done some things to try to reunite you guys, but still, it's, it's just not the same. Want to ask you, uh, how do you? I mean, of course, we spent many, many Super Bowls together, whether we were at the Super Bowl or here in town. What's your favorite way to enjoy the Super Bowl? Well, Devin, do you want me to tell everybody how? <laughs> the Super Bowl. No, no, I'm not talking about what we've done. Oh, yeah, oh, okay, you know, I'm talking about all the great times, the fun times, while we were falling down and we couldn't get back up. Somebody <laughs> had to get us to our room. We couldn't put the key in the door. Uh, we stayed out 
the after parties to five to six in the morning. You know, we probably wouldn't never got back into our house if we was at home. But no, man, the, the, the best thing about the Super Bowl is just the ambiance, you know, just to look at the city and the breathe, the air, and just, it's nothing like the Super Bowl. Being in the Super Bowl city, you're right. The Super Bowl city is, it's electric, uh, and it's an electricity in the air when you're there. Just you from, what, maybe Wednesday, Thursday on, you start to feel uh, all the excitement start to ramp up uh, leading to that Super Bowl. Now, here's the final thing. Now, I have given you props on this very podcast for winning the championship last year in Pick'em. This year... I destroyed you, and I want to give you an opportunity to give me my props, cause you hey, you you got destroyed this year. Hey, hey Devin, <laughs> I love you to death, but I am the world champ. I won last year. I won with flying colors at the end. I turned it on like I supposed to. So I was a champ, and this year I didn't do so well. I agree with you, but you choked. <laughs> last year so i want everybody to know when it comes to the end when it's time to put it on the line you just a front runner hey but you know what I, you did catch me it was you caught me with what two weeks left or something like that i mean i had a pretty big lead on you i, I was, you did. yeah you did. then this this that's week my, that's, my, that's my uh I really enjoy that because a lot of times I go to sleep and I just wake up. I say, Darren, I can't believe I'm the champ. <laughs> I beat my best friend, Devin. I beat him again. <laughs> well, you didn't beat me this year. You damn sure didn't beat me this year. So, hey, Devin, you did not win. It's, you already told me this. Second place, last place. It's all about first place. Well, okay, and, but hold on. I'm going to tell you what you told me. What you told me is, I don't care who I beat as long as I beat you. That's what you told me. <laughs> so I feel the same way. You know I what I mean? Trying, yeah, trying to get my family to, to, to beat you also. Man, yeah, <laughs> man. You had an in-law and then your son. Your son beat you. And I had to make some strategy with him. I said, man, you got to beat this guy. <laughs> and they but couldn't. You know, so competitive when, I'm, when me and you going and combating between one another. Uh, we like two guys at a, at a bar and the last man standing. You know how we are. Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate it. I'm sure I'll probably see you Sunday for yet another Super Bowl, and I appreciate your time, man. All right. Congratulations, man. Uh, <laughs> I know you're picking the opposite. No, I'm, going, I'm actually like going with the Rams. I'm going with the Rams, so we agree this time. Okay, well. Give me Cincinnati. I can't. I don't want nothing <laughs> you pick. 27-24 Cincinnati. Oh, okay, so you're going to no, change I'm it. Yeah. I'm going with the Rams. I'm just kidding. All right, we'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. Join now for the first time. By someone who goes by the handle of D Loves Sports. She is a Pittsburgher. Is that right? Pittsburgher, right? And yeah, I'm a lover of Pittsburgh. This Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh. I'm actually based in the DMV, but yeah, I'm in Pittsburgh all the time during the season. So, you know, I'm adopted. Well, that's good enough. And you are pretty much an expert on all things Steelers. So you give us a really unique perspective on this game because your Steelers had an opportunity to battle a couple times with Cincinnati. You probably watched them closer than most of America. What are your thoughts about this uh, version of the Cincinnati Bengals? So this version, you know, it's hard to go for another AFC North team in the Super Bowl. But I, what I will say is I'm super, super excited about their defense. I think that's one of the underrated things going into the Super Bowl that people have. Um, they don't pay a lot of attention to their defense and give them that much credit. Everything is really focused on their offense. But you got to give the credit to the defense. And shout out to Mike Hilton. He's a former Steeler. So, you know, I have to show him love. Love him. Uh, sad that he's no longer with us. But... I think going to this game, it's definitely going to be a defensive battle. Do I think the Rams can um, contend and, and get to Joe Burrow? Yes. So um, as much as, you know, I gave the, the Bengals their credit right now, I, I'm going to go with the Rams. So you're picking the Rams to win the Super Bowl. Give me a score. <sighs> okay. I really, I don't see it being super high scoring. So 
but it's probably going to prove me wrong because I didn't think a lot of these games were going to be high scoring. So I'm going to go with 21-23 Rams. So a close one, lower scoring, which is an anomaly for some of the picks that I've been hearing and getting. A lot of folks think that, that Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals are going to score a lot of points. How did you? Uh, how did they look against the Steelers? What did you see in those couple of games that maybe some of us have, have missed out on? Well, I mean, the Bengals have had the Steelers' numbers for not just this season, but last season as well. Like, they beat us with our backup. So uh, I think they've had their number. They've been able to pick apart the schemes, especially with Ben on the field and been able to eliminate so much, so much from from the Steelers, especially up front because we didn't have our established running game even last season. So they've been able and and defensively just pick it apart. So um, if they can get that get to Matt and, and cause those turnovers, which is critical and which they capitalize off of, there's, it, it'll, it'll be easier for them, you know? Well, yeah, and you have, uh, you talk about that AFC North, you have a, a receiver who sort of migrated from the AFC North and a player, I think a pivotal role in this game. How do you see the contributions of Odell Beckham in this uh, Super Bowl? Oh, I, th- I think it's going to be phenomenal. I mean, because Cooper Cup is your deadly weapon, right? I, I loved him. I had him in my fantasy team and this man just... If you're going to have to lock somebody down, you want to lock Cooper Cup down because what he can do is damage. So you're not going to be able to lock them both down. So Odell is definitely going to be a factor. So whoever gets started first is probably where they're going to send the help. And and, and one of them are going to flourish. They're definitely going to flourish. Well, I know as a uh, Steelers fan, you probably anticipated somebody giving you trouble out of the AFC North. And you probably thought it was the other Ohio team. How surprising is it to see uh, a team like the Cincinnati Bengals or just that one of the cheaper teams, the, the, the more sort of frugal teams in the NFL get to their third Super Bowl? What's your thoughts on that i mean i secretly i secretly saw what they were doing on the offseason offseason building their defense i already knew joe burrow wasn't a joke you know he wasn't he, he happened to just get injured so we didn't have to deal with him but i knew he was going to be a problem in the afc north but you know to me it's always going to be about the ravens it's never going to be about the other ohio team but right now the Bengals are in contention you know they are an afc north problem so we'll be battling them as well as uh baltimore for a while well you are in la for the super bowl talk a little bit about the energy and the atmosphere there because again i've been to i mean for several and uh i mean i understand but what is the energy like in la with them having a home team having a super bowl there The energy is amazing. I I wouldn't say it's because of the Rams being home, because we know it's really hard to find Rams fans, true, true, true Rams fans in L.A. But the energy here is absolutely stunning and amazing. And um, it's just like almost like a family reunion. You know, all the old players come into town. Um, all the you know the, the the new players that are actually active come into town. They all come and celebrate this event. It's like a week long celebration. So it's the major. The energy is always amazing here. Yeah, and it's I tell people all the time. It's like a convention for football because you do have guys that come in. And the great thing about it is these guys get an opportunity to make money. So while they make a lot of media appearances, they're all pitching something, and that means they're all getting paid. And I, I really have always enjoyed the fact that you see some legends i mean you can just turn a corner and you'll see a legend and then they're able on top of all of that to make some money and uh you know keep keep it going because we know those past generations they didn't get the huge contracts that these guys get these days so before i get out of here let me give you an opportunity to tell folks how they can catch up with you on social media and hang out with you for coffee and sports on twitter tell us about it so every morning on Twitter, my handles on all my social media, on my YouTube is D Love Sports. Okay, we do sports and coffee for two hours on Twitter. It starts at 8 a.m. Eastern. But, you know, if you live on the West Coast, we'll figure out a way to modify it for you. Okay, 8 a.m. Eastern to 10 a.m. Eastern sports and coffee. You can find me on YouTube. I upload a video weekly. Um, And you can find me on Instagram where you can see where I'm at and what I'm doing live on my stories. Well, I'm sure you'll have a lot of entertaining stories. And we look forward to having you back to talk about uh, your Pittsburgh Steelers. A lot of people there and a lot of uh, transformation taking place in Pittsburgh. And uh, you're on the front lines of that. So we'll get your uh, expert opinion on that down the road. For sure. For sure. I look forward to it. To have your comments heard, call 832-941-6614. King T is back again.
let's move forward to the Super Bowl. Cincinnati Bengals make it to the Super Bowl against the Los Angeles Rams. It's going to be in L.A. SoFi Stadium. It's going to be a home game for them. Although, you know, L.A. is not like the black hole in Oakland or whatever. And it it will be a Super Bowl crowd and not a home Rams crowd. But still, you know, uh, how do you see the Super Bowl playing out? I'm sticking with the Bengals. I'm sticking with Burrow. I like the kid. Uh, He's from uh, down in Athens, Ohio, uh, which is where I went to college. Uh, And his dad was was an assistant coach on Ohio Ohio University staff. And so, you know, I I got that connection with him. So I, you know, I I like him and I want to see him do well. So, and I think, I mean, he's been a heck of a talent. And uh, and so I I'm, I'll, I'll root for that guy every time he plays, except for when he plays the Cleveland Browns. So give me um, a scenario in which you, how do you think the game will unfold as you look at this matchup, a matchup in which, uh, y'all, of course, you're picking Cincinnati. How are they going to get it done? What is the scenario? How do you picture it? Uh, through, I mean, through the way that they got it done all season long, through offense. I mean, they got they have weapons, and Burrow takes advantage of them. You know, and, 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 uh, and, I, and so I see him continuing to do that. I mean, continuing to do what he's done, you know, all season. I mean, and, and use use his weapons. He doesn't have to do too much. I mean, just play within himself, play within the offense. And somebody's going to always be open. Somebody's going to always be available to him in that offense because you can't stop everybody. So give me a score. Give me – you gave me a winner. Give me a – predict the score for us. I'm going to say 34-27. Well, it's going to be a high-scoring affair, huh? Oh, it's going to be a definitely high-scoring affair. I mean, this is, and it could go higher than that. But I mean, but I'm going to keep it there, thirty-four to twenty-seven. So, are the folks in Ohio now here in Houston? There's some love for the Cowboys, but there's a lot of people that hate the Cowboys. We don't root for the Cowboys, I'm one of them. But there are a lot of people who cannot stand the Cowboys in Houston. Is Ohio like that? Is it one or the other? Is it? I mean, no, no, it's nothing like that at all. I mean. You know, our state is probably more is more divided between the Browns and, and, and the Steelers than it is, you know, the Browns and the Bengals. I mean, the Bengals are a team that's an outgrowth, really, of the, of the Cleveland Browns, if you really think about it, how they started, you know, Paul Brown being, you know, upset and falling out with Art Modell and starting a team down in Cincinnati back in the 60s. People, have, they've always kind of looked at the, the Bengals a little bit different. I mean, they're more of a nuisance than they are a rival. <laughs> uh, you know, even though they've been, like you said, they've been to three Super Bowls now, they haven't won one. Let's let's, let's get that pointed out too. But you know, they, but they've been this. This is their third. But you know, I mean, you know, we we just don't. It's, it's never been that way. To have your comments heard, call eight three two nine four one six six one four. Well, we could not have a Super Bowl edition of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast without having this guy on, the Silver Fox from KTSU Sports Talk. We've heard from Chili Bill. We've heard from Ralph Cooper. Now let's hear from you and get your expert opinion on this Sunday's Super Bowl. Who do you like? I'm liking the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, tell me why. I'm liking the confidence that Joe Burrow is having right now. Joe Mixon, I'm liking them right now. They're not bagging down from anyone. The confidence that they have right now is is pretty high, so I think I'm going to roll with those guys. So give me a score. How do you? I mean, what do you see as a score in this game? I'm looking at this score to be 27-17 Bengals. 27-17. Do you think the Rams' offense is going to struggle? Do you see a lot of turnovers? How do you see this one playing out? Well, in, in a big game like this, I think the key to the Rams right now is Odell Beckham. I think he, he's come on really, really well since he's been over there. Uh, if you can just slow him down a bit. I'm not too sold on the running game with the Rams, but I'm just liking the Bengals right now, man. How do you see uh, that offense for Cincinnati really moving the football on the Rams? Because, again, you got Aaron Donald over there. You got some guys on that defensive side of the ball that are pretty hard to deal with. How do you think uh, Joe Burrow and the, the crew are going to handle that? Yeah, I think they will give the, the Bengals a little bit uh, a little bit of trouble up front with that front uh, defensive front that the Rams have. Uh, the Bengals, I think they've led the league in sacks given up. But I think they'll they'll kind of keep somebody in the chip or Aaron Donald a little bit like that to try to 
try to slow that that pass rush up or you know they they've stuck with the run game maybe do a little few draw plays with Joe Mix and things of that nature to kind of open up the passing lanes uh that I think they can get down the field. So let me ask you this. How do you like to spend your Super Bowl Sundays? Are you a, a party guy or you like to watch it where you can focus in on it? Uh, with, I'm, I'm not sure. It just depends on, on the mood right now. I think I'll, I'll probably watch it by myself maybe because this one I really want to just watch. I want to kind of see how the Bengals kind of handle some of that pressure. Just I just want to kind of kind of get into it and, and 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 put my eyes on this one. You know, I like that eye test. <laughs> yeah, you're big on the eye test, not so much analytics, but the eye test. So, you know what, just so you know, Chili Bill went with the Rams and Ralph Cooper also went with the Cincinnati Bengals. So, hey, there it is. And, and I'm sure we'll talk a lot more about this on Saturday. How can folks reach you on social media? Uh, they can reach me on Twitter at Allen. Allen Ron 10, that's A-L-L-E-N, A-L-L-E-N-R-O-N, the number one, the number zero. And you can reach me on uh, Instagram. Uh, I didn't know you on IG. You on IG. Yeah. I got to follow you. I'm on, yeah, I'm on IG at, at Kevin Allen 330. And then you can fi- follow me on Facebook as well. Hey, man, well, I look forward to it. And I'll tell you what, man, a lot of stuff is happening in basketball, including the Harden trade. Wow. You know what? I'm going to get you to comment on that really quickly. What do you think of the trade of Harden for Simmons? And, uh, of course, the, the Rockets added somebody as well. What do you think about what happened with Simmons and Harden? I was looking forward to that trade. I had a deep sense that it was going to happen. I think Brooklyn got the better end of that, of that trade because now they – kind of made up from when they got the Harden trade where they lost to them being able to get Seth Curry, uh, Andre Drummond, uh, Ben Simmons, you're getting two first-round picks. So now it kind of strengthens your bench a little bit again, gives you the big guy in the lane that can can, can alter some shots and rebound. Doesn't have to do a lot of scoring, kind of free Kevin Durant up. So now uh, I look at this team, they'll be much faster and they'll be a much better defensive team as well once they get all those guys back in and get Joe Harris back. Yeah, well, like I said, I will talk a lot more basketball. I'll have to have you back and get your expert opinion on the NBA and the NCAA. We're marooning out on Saturday, so I'm looking forward to that at Texas Southern University as we host the Grambling State Tigers. How exciting is it to have the NBA TV back-to-back weeks for Texas Southern on NBA TV? Hey, that's huge for the Texas Southern University uh, Tigers, uh, men and women basketball programs where uh, the country get to see you on back-to-back weekends, get to showcase some of your talent that you have to kind of put the country on notice that, hey, here in the SWAC and in Houston, Texas, this basketball team can play. Hey, man, well, I look forward to seeing you Saturday morning. Appreciate the time. You got it, Devin. Appreciate you for having me. For past episodes or more content, go to wagewordproductions.com. It's not often that we have an opportunity to have a Hall of Famer on the podcast, but we do, and I get a chance to to pick his brain and spend time with him every Saturday inside of KTSU Sports Talk. I'm talking about the Radio Hall of Famer, Ralph Cooper. How are you this afternoon? I'm doing well, and it's a pleasure to talk to you, and thank you for being who you are. And part of that, you get credit for part of that because you helped um, help me along the way. So, I, you know, I don't thank you enough, but I, I, I never forget the things you've done and, and taught me through the years. So, But I want you to teach me something else. I want you to teach me about Sunday. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? I'm going with the, believe it or not, I'm going with the underdog in the game. I'm going with Cincinnati in the game. And uh, for several reasons, I've uh, uh, they've got about five, six players out of the Houston area. You've got Michael Thomas out of Old Nimitz High School. He's one of the key players on defense. Uh, he was down in Miami, if I'm correct, at first. And now he's in this Super game. And I'm going with them. And then you've got Steve Jackson over there coaching the defensive back. Out of camp. I went to school with his father. His, his grandfather, John uh, Jackson Sr., uh, was my forward times distributor back in the day so okay so so you you broke up on me a little bit so you're talking about steve jackson former houston oiler you said now his 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 father you knew his father real well his father went to elementary school high school junior high school and everything out in the sunnyside area john d jackson the grandfather was john jackson senior 
Uh, he taught many of us how to play baseball out in the uh, Sunnyside area. And he was also a distributor of the Farmer Times newspaper. So when I was a kid, I used to sell the Farmer Times and work with Mr. Jackson. So I'm going with Steve Jackson, who's developed into an outstanding defensive back coach. And you never know what may happen uh, in the NFL doing the diversity thing. Maybe one day he'll be a head coach. Uh, so going with the Cincinnati Bengals. Plus, I like Joe Burrows. I like Joe Burrows, and I like like little mixing running the ball. And of course, uh, you got some other weapons out there on that side of the football. Uh, Cincinnati. I'm, I'm going with Cincinnati again. Uh, they're the underdog, of course. Uh, but I just like the energy they bring to the football field. Most people didn't expect that they would be there right now, and maybe didn't think they would be where they are right now. I like them, uh, but on the other side of the football, I'm a little scary, of course. Uh, and I really like like made a coach over there. Also. But I'm going with Cincinnati. Give me a score in the game on uh, on Sunday. Uh, there's one. I think there will be. They're out in Hollywood, Devin. Uh, they're gonna put on a show. You've been out in Vegas. They shows that you didn't expect you to see. So, uh, <laughs> most people are talking about defense. Although you may have great defense, uh, you have some great offensive players on both sides of the football. And I'm going to say something like 31 to 27. 31-27 Cincinnati, and uh, the modern-day uh, Joe uh, leads his team to a big win. So let me ask you this. What was the first Super Bowl you covered? Because I know you covered a number of them. What was the first one you covered? Well, I majored myself, and I don't mind doing that. The first Super Bowl I covered was the here in Houston between uh, the Miami Dolphins and sort of at Rice Stadium. Uh, Houston was nothing like it is today. Uh, the Galleria was just opening, and I can remember the wives, Mercury Morris' wife and a number of the other Dolphin wives. Right. Uh, around the hotel, they couldn't wait to go <laughs> into, the, into the Galleria. They were spending the money, to play, the Super Bowl money, before the players even got the money. Wives, uh, so that, and, and it was in Rice Stadium uh, before a packed house, very, very cloudy afternoon. Uh, the uh, Miami Dolphins won over the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, but Bud Grant, Don Shula, uh, Mercury Martin. Uh, what, Larry Chuck Zonka? Stone. Yeah, Larry Zonka, Jim yeah. Kick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we saw all of that. And uh, right here in Houston, first Super Bowl I ever covered. Hey, man, well, I appreciate the time, like always, and I look forward to really chopping up this game on Saturday inside of KTSU Sports Talk. Tell me Chili Bill didn't pick Cincinnati, right? Chili Bill picked the Rams. <laughs> Good. Okay. I don't want to pick Chili Bill. So I, I'm, I'm back and I'll see you on Saturday, okay? All right. Appreciate it as always. Thanks a lot, Ralph. Thank you. Devin Wade. Thank you. There you have it. We wrap up things with the Radio Hall of Famer, Ralph Cooper. And we had a few technical difficulties, but hopefully we cleaned that up enough where you could decipher what he was saying. He was clear about his choice for the Super Bowl winner. But with that, before I let go. Before I let go, hey, want to thank Reggie Brown, Ernest Givens, Haywood Jeffries, Chili Bill Smith, Ralph Cooper, Kevin Allen, Terrence Harris, D-Love Sports. Want to thank DJ Anarchy. Want to thank our sponsors, Cobank Homes and Brighter Brains. Want to thank all of you who listen, who call, who subscribe, who leave messages. We certainly appreciate that. Uh, no Lamont Award this time, but uh, in future episodes, of course, we'll resume. This was, after all, a special edition but you can always hit us up on Facebook, the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group, and give us a call, 832-941-6614, and on Twitter, at Wade's Word. And if you can't remember any of those things, please remember these four things. Number one, I don't do no favors after 6 o'clock in the evening. Two, I ain't got no money. Three, I'm not harboring any fugitives from justice. And four, bye. <laughs> This has been the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Remember, you can follow him on Twitter at Wade's Word. Thank you for listening.